Welcome to The Apotheosis, a Starkid fancast dedicated to untangling the mysteries of Hatchetfield, one implication at a time. I'm Ramona. And I'm Mina. Get, Get your, your cup of poison coffee and let's begin. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the Fosters. So, Hannah, Lex, and Pamela. We'll talk about Hannah and Lex's gift and how their powers work as well as their relationship to each other and other characters. But first, our Starkid Spotlight is on... Kendall Nicole Yakshi. Kendall Nicole Yakshi was born on November 7th, 2005, is 16 and a Scorpio. She has an older brother. When she was younger, Kendall started taking acting coaching lessons from Kurt Mega, and through that, she got asked to audition for Black Friday. Hannah was originally written to be 9, but after casting Kendall in the role, Nick and Matt changed her to be 13 like the actress. She is the youngest Starkid actor to date. She is currently combining her last two years of high school in order to graduate in May of 2022, and that's why she wasn't in Nightmare Time Season 2. On her YouTube channel, Kendall posts song covers where she sings and plays the guitar, ukulele, or piano, and on her TikTok, she shares some of her original music. Kendall teaches acting, musical theater, voiceover, self-tape, and vocal technique through artisanbeyond.com, where you can book a class. Kendall has done several commercials, short films, and voiceovers. Her Hatchetfield roles are Hannah Foster and Tim Houston, and their character's mortality rate is 50%. (laughs) That's amazing! Alright, the stage is set. It's showtime. Let's begin. Alright, episode 5. Yes. Okay, what to talk about first? Let's start with Hannah. So, before Yellow Jacket, we really had no clue how much of her powers were her and how much were Webby. Mm -hmm. But I think it's pretty safe to draw the conclusion that very little of it is actually Webby. Just the, like, visions. Mm -hmm. Just the visions, yeah. But other beings can give her visions as well. Yes, since we see Otho giving her the vision at the very beginning of the episode of the boxing ring. And Willabella gives her visions, too. Yeah. So she gets those visions from Webby, but the rest of it, I think, is Hannah's powers are all psychic related she's a telepath so she can read minds and communicate with minds we see this in yellow jacket she talks to sophia sophia talks back she talks to otho and she reads the minds of those few people in the audience during her match Mm -hmm. she read the um (laughs) the minds of the man and the lady who didn't want to be there and that kind of seemed to they seemed sort of like lucy and jonathan kind of a little bit i mean it wasn't them i know it wasn't them but still um but yeah maybe lucy and jonathan are people who would be in the audience i mean yeah they could be into the church since they're like rich lucy's really rich well she spent it all trying to check down oh yeah she did but i mean jonathan is still rich yeah he's still rich another one Ethan points out precognition. Mm-hmm. She can see the future. But this is the thing that part of it is her. I think Webby. I think that's more Webby, yeah. Well, Webby says she, she tries to sort it all out. And then Wiley in Witch in the Web says she can see it, all the possibilities. So I think it's just Hannah herself, but she doesn't understand it unless Webby's with her. Yeah. This is a big one, clairvoyance. She senses Otho in the box. She knows they're going to the Rollerama before Eddie Chaplucky tells her. She can see Daniel moving her stopwatch. 
when he's in the ring with Spitfire and when no one else can see that. Mm. And I guess feeling the electricity in the cyclone. Game. And his powers don't really work on her. Stopwatch? Yeah. I don't know. Because like, she didn't she's move. Still, but she's still able to like think and notice everyone around her is frozen. Yeah. And like tell their... Or is that a different part where she's able to like um, notice, hear their thoughts? That's a different part. But she is able to watch Daniel as he moves around. Yeah. Yeah, and she realizes that that is his power. He mm-hmm. like sucks in the air and then... However long, yeah. However long he holds his breath for, that is, however long he's able to stop time for. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another one she has mind control with mm-hmm. Ethan. Wait, when with Ethan? Is there another example of mind control with Hannah? When though, like um, when in the stories? He says it could be fifty, it could be sixty. I will never give oh. away Hannah to you. And then she makes him say a hundred. She's able to. Make the pain from her finger disappear. Mm, I don't know what that'd be called. Isolating nerves or something. I don't know. She's got a psychic shield she puts up that protects her from Spitfire's fire. Mm -hmm. She somehow, kind of, brings Wiley back to life when they're in Nightmare Time. But this is a whole other It was, like, unintentional, but, It was unintentional, but her being there caused this thing to happen. And Webby was not with her, so therefore it was Hannah herself. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's the big psychic waves that shook the whole town. Yes, I had a note about that. Have we seen that happen in another Hatchetfield story? I mean, Witch in the Web, she splits the theater in half. I mean, like, have... The only thing that I have... (laughs) This isn't true, but the only other example of, like, a shaking of the earth that I have is in abstinence camp when the axeman is uh like ripping the tree up from the ground and then like they describe the earth as shaking but it's not that strong yeah i know it's (laughs) it's not that yeah i don't know other than this because i think this is the first time she did it because she was shocked yeah well except no because she did it in nightmare time but it was a little different i'm not a hundred percent on the exact moment but i think it's when wiley and holloway are kind of arguing and she says miss holloway no and she shoots some kind of wave and it's described Mm -hmm. as splitting the theater in two or it might be before that bit but she at some point splits the theater in two with a wave of psychic energy i feel like those things are different though they're both waves and they both affect the surrounding area but they are slightly different because the one that shook the whole earth was also amplified due to the mind milk. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they are a little different. Another one, she's a little... She kind of is an empath. She's really focused on keeping Lex happy. And there's a line about her sensing Spitfire's fear or anxiety before the match with Otho. Oh, yeah, she's very But that could just be, like, visual cues that she's able to tell that. I don't know. There's not a whole lot going for that one, but... I don't think so. She's kind of meaner to Ethan. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you could just say that that's her being a teenager, but I don't know. I wouldn't say that about her, but maybe. It could just be because she loves her sister, but yeah, maybe. Uh, That is most of the main ones. Do you have any other powers I'm forgetting that she does? The thing in Black Friday, I guess. But that's through Webby, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah.
Yeah, so Lex has this connection to the black and white. Like, we see her in Black Friday. She gets the gun from McNamara, and, like, while she's being choked by Sherman, she, like, reaches in with her subconscious, sort of, like, her her brain, and she gets the gun somehow. And that is her power. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so her power, like you said, is to reach through the black and white. We see it with getting McNamara's gun after he's authorized her to use it. (laughs) As well as taking the detonator from Charles. Yes. And she goes from being at Toy Zone to being in the Rollerama. Does Webby do that or is that Lex? Can she step through it and kind of teleport? Or can she only reach through? Well, I mean, it's hard to make a theory on that because we don't know exactly what was happening to her at the Toy Zone. Like, I think it was a vision. It's There's something at the end of it that's like, did it ever even happen at all? Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm not sure. Since we never see that happen any other time. But also, this is, like, she's getting reintroduced to Webby, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. Webby's coming back into her life. Do you think if Lex went into the black and white, like, without a suit, that she would be unharmed? Or do you think she'd, like, die and sort of, like, flake away? I don't know. I think she'd... It would make sense if she'd be okay without mm-hmm. one. Because her... Because in order to reach through it, you gotta be like in it for a second. Arm, yeah. And um, her arm is fine when she pulls it back. Yeah. And if she did step through the black and white to get to the Rollerama, she's still fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe those with the touch of the gift, or the gift in its entirety, don't get affected by that. I don't think so, since we find out that, uh, like, everyone has the gift. Not everyone. Pretty much everyone. Like, it's just, the, it's very common to have a touch of the gift, but I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't take it that far to that extent. Um, yeah. But I think she'd probably be okay if she went in, like, without a suit and a helmet and stuff. What about Hannah? I don't know. I think yes, because she's got Webby as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Hannah would probably be okay. I mean, something happened to Wiley that he's okay when he goes through. Or is he even a human anymore? I mean, yeah. That's a good question, too. Oh, why do you think she has the gift instead of just a touch of the gift? So, when Eddie's explaining this to her, he says it. Most grow out of it. Mm -hmm. Some just have a touch. But Hannah has the gift. Yes. And it peaks at 15, I think. And I think it's because when it's at the peak, you've got all of it. Oh, I don't think so. I thought it made it seem like she was special. Like, How would Eddie know that? He's not... He's really ignorant of all of this stuff that's going yeah, on. Yeah, true. But still, like, she's got all this psychic power, and, like, it... I feel like, like, Nick and Matt are trying to make it seem like she's different from yeah she is different holloway says that multiple times yeah well one of the differences she's the great great something granddaughter of willabella so that's probably giving her extra power she's got webby yeah and then if you take that line that way i take that line that way i think when willabella says like the daughter of my daughter's daughter daughter and then she just keeps going going, going. i think that's what she means yeah wait what is the other thing I thought that's I definitely what it meant. Is there some, another... Yeah, some people take it other ways. They just... I don't what know. What is it? I don't know. But yeah, then she would have this 
connection to um to Wiggly more. Yeah. But yeah, so she's getting extra power from Willabella in our interpretation. Yeah. If you have another interpretation, put it I in don't the comments. Have, yeah, if you have one, please put it in the comments. But um, yeah, she's getting it like genetically, yeah. And then she's got Webby. She's got her own gift. Stuff. Yeah. And then who's her daddy? That is a great question. Have you seen the theory that Ted is their dad? No. <laughs> I Bring don't, it on. I don't believe it at all, but there's this theory that Ted is their dad, because I guess he's... I don't think he's the right age. I feel like he's a couple years too young. The age isn't. But enough. I know, but like still, there's just this theory that Ted is their dad, and I don't believe it. I think it's weird, but... it's a little harsh there, but... um, <laughs> I don't know. What is the... What are the supporting evidence? That, like, he's sort of around that age, and he's kind of, like, sleazy like their mom. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like, he's yeah. got kind of the same character traits as their mom, and, um... I mean, I'm not... I'm not sure what people think. I've just seen that theory floating around. <laughs> yeah. What are the other ones? Um, McNamara. That's, I like, like that the one. main one. Yeah. I think that one could make sense. Well, no, that one wouldn't work because it's hard to tell who their mom would like. I don't know if Pamela's going to care about that too much. No? <laughs> they don't have to have the same dad. Like, maybe they both have two different dads. Yeah, I think they ha- they probably do, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they'd both be as powerful, yeah. powerful as Hannah. Do you have any theories on who their dads are? or no. Because I don't think she would go with McNamara. Like, he just seems so above her. I don't know if he'd be into her. And, Yeah. The only person I can think of that would also give Hannah extra power is Wiley. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm just, they can both do mind control and they know each other somehow. Yeah. Wait. I don't know. That's all I got on that, but. No, that could work though. That's since, my thought since, there. Uh, how She says the line, how do I know you in uh, Witch in the Web? Yeah, but that could also be from a vision from someone. Or for, yeah, from like a dream or something or a vision, yeah. Yeah, but you could interpret it that way, too. And I could totally see him, like, being into Pamela and her being into him. Yeah, that could work. I could see that happening and, like, becoming canon. <laughs> what about Lex, though? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's super unlikely that McNamara could be their daddy but McNamara says to Lex your sister has a power and so do you so he knows that yeah, somehow he knows and he knows how Lex's power works yeah he does he tells her to reach into the black and white and yeah and it manifests this weapon into your reality that's well, a good point maybe he's her daddy oh this is kind of I don't I doubt Pamela was married to whoever their dad was oh yeah I don't think so so Random guys, possible. Yeah. I kind of hope it's Ted. <laughs> That'd be funny. You just said you don't agree with it, though. I don't agree with it, but I still kind of hope it's true. Like, all the fans would be so shocked, like, if that became real. In the talkback for the final episode, Bryce Charles asks Nick directly, is Hannah's father a lord in black? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I like that theory. Okay. If it's one of them, who? Wiggly. Wiggly? Probably. 
because we see her like interact with him first and yeah i don't know it's just so weird i know i mean do you think the lords have kids i know you think no. it's a really weird idea i i don't i uh in my eyes <laughs> no i because they have followers which they can refer to as their children the church of the starry children oh yeah but them having kids. Is... I mean, you could twist it that the Stingles are, um, are Wiggly's kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not sure if he has kids. I kind of want them to have kids. I just think that'd be funny. Okay, who would their kids be then? I mean, the Fosters, maybe. And maybe Hidgens. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. Maybe he would be Pokey's kid. <laughs> Stop doing this to me! What? My eyes! Changing topic. My yeah. eyes are tired. <laughs> but yeah, I hope eventually we get it like stated and confirmed who their dads are, or like dad, if it's singular. That'd be cool. Their daddy. Yeah. Do you have any guesses? On what? Their daddy. The thing with Wiley, I feel like I that could work though. It could work, but at the same, well, he's a terror. He's not exactly himself, so he he can be charming when he has to be, though. Like I feel like he could be. Okay then. Um, <laughs> sure. He does try to cut Hannah's head in half. Yeah, just a little quarrel. Just a little quarrel. Yeah, but yeah, because he's not fully. He's I mean, not Wilbur, he's Wiley, so he's yeah. not Lex could himself. Be his, Lex could be his kid. I feel like if they have different parents and of the <clears> options we have, it'd make most sense if McNamara is Lex's father because he knows exactly how her power works. Yeah. He hasn't been, like, if uh, Wiley is her daddy, <laughs> he hasn't been, like, there for her, so he doesn't really have to, like treat her nicely and not cut her head off like he can he can still cut her head off yeah <laughs> yeah that's true i mean maybe it's a very normal thing for him he doesn't even remember who she is or no well he, he does know who she he is says, right? how you doing there hannah yeah oh and we find out hannah's birthday it's uh yes, october do. 5th and she turned 15 in 2020 so, so 2005 yeah we were right do you think that hannah will grow out of the gift yeah, I'm not sure. It's a really good discussion there. I don't think so. You don't think so? I Why? Think so. Because she just she's different from the other people who we've been exposed to with powers. And I don't... I feel like there's... They will probably grow out of the gift, and I just don't think that she will because she's, like, just seems more powerful. Like, she's got all this psychic brain stuff going on with her, and... Yeah, she's got multiple know. levels. And she had, a. Uh, she had all this power stuff going on before she turned 15 when she was in 2019 when Black Friday 13. happened when she was 13. Yeah. Um, well, the way Chiplucky phrases it is it peaks at 15. So it probably manifests a little earlier than that and continues after as well. It's just not as strong as when is at the age of 15. I still but, kind of hope she'll have it though. Yeah, I kind of think. She, well, some people keep it, which is, who are, what are the qualifications that... Do we know anyone who's someone, kept it? 
Like Lex. Sheila? Oh yeah. Sheila has it. And Lex kind of like Lex did not. Because Lex grew out of it and forgot. Oh yeah, she did forget. Which is a whole another discussion in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that. Was there anyone in season one who had it? I feel like Miss Holloway would definitely have it. I don't know if Miss no. Holloway does or not. I feel like if Miss Holloway has it, her power is this hypnosis thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if just all of her powers are coming from reading this book so many times and mm. knowing all the spells. But the <clears> thing <throat> is, when whoever Jane's patient was read it, they kind of they lost themselves there. And Miss Holloway didn't somehow, or maybe she did. And yeah. we just... And Rose and Duke were okay when she read it out loud to them. They were fine. Well, they didn't read... Well, it's like they were reading the whole thing. that, oh. Or a significant portion. Um, there's a line in Witch in the Web where Wiley calls Willabella a real witch and then says no offense to Miss Holloway. <laughs> which maybe she doesn't have the gift then. Or something's different about her that makes her not... Yeah the same so going back to like the actual gift you think having a touch of the gift and the gift are the same thing i think they are different things but only the gift is be what is the gift great question (laughs) powers like different kinds of powers we've seen um mental stuff we've seen fire uh stopping time um Maybe hypnosis, if Holloway has it. Age stuff, like Sheila has. I think a touch of the gift is one power in particular. Like, stopwatch stops time. Oh, one person can talk to dogs, that's Benji. Real excited about Benji, yeah. Um, (laughs) But yes, Benji talks to dogs. Sophia has fire. Pyrokinesis, is that the word? I don't know. I think that's the word. That sounds right. Who else do we have? Well, yes. These are examples. Yeah. A touch of the gift is one power in particular. Our person who we've met who has the gift is Sheila. And the only magic we see her do is these incantations from the book. So maybe you can only do these things if you have the gift. And that would mean Miss Holloway does. What do you mean? What things? Like, the spells in the book. Why Why would the book have to be involved at all? Because, I don't know, it doesn't. But this is the only person we've met who has said, I. they haven't said this, but Sherman says that she has the gift. Yeah. Other than Hannah, these, I think she's the only one. So, comparing Hannah to this person will include the book as well. Yeah, I guess so. So the gift is being able to do different things. Yes. A touch is just a piece. Yeah, like a certain specific power. Yes, which is why Hannah being able to do all these different psychic things, why she has the gift. Yeah. Because she can do different things. She has the gift, but she still has only, like, a certain power. She can do, like, mind stuff. Like, we don't see her doing fire stuff or, like, water stuff or stuff like that. Maybe everyone's gift is a little different. Maybe it's, like, levels, like, she needs to, uh, like, get an upgrade or something before she gets all an this. upgrade? Yeah. Like, all this other cool stuff. She's gotta get those experience gift. points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could work. Or she needs to, like, train or 
like read the book and get more spells and ideas and stuff and yeah so yeah I think that a touch of the gift and the gift are different I think having a touch of the gift is a certain specific power like fire or water doesn't have to be elementals but what else dogs yeah dogs benji (laughs) could talk to dogs time stuff daniel stopwatch can do time sophia can do um fire she can like shoot Um, fireballs uh down her legs and like kicks them out fire in general yeah because she can do smoke and yeah and then there's hannah and hannah is different hannah can do like all this mind stuff and then you listed previously the whole list of mind stuff and she's got a long list. Like, she can do telepathy, telekinesis, and what else is there? Clairvoyance, mind control, her psychic shield. Yeah. Psychic waves. Um, yeah, she can do a lot. So, maybe it is like that. Like, she can do specifics. Like, the the others have specifics. Like, they have this one thing. Like, Sophia has the fire power, and that is her only thing. Her only power, her only touches the gift and then hannah has the actual gift and she can do more things since there's this whole list of all these things and yeah i think she'll eventually get more i think she'll be like sheila eventually and can like upgrade or train or read the book like spells in the book or something and then get more powers that like have to do with mind stuff you think miss holloway would give her the book no yeah but I think if Hannah ever does, the book falls into her, her possession. She does not want that thing, no. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe she does when she's older. I yeah, guess that's true. Yeah. When she finds out more about her powers and stuff. I think that makes sense. This is kind of going back to her powers. I thought it was really... I don't know if I said it earlier, did I? If I forgot. But I think it's really interesting that... Hannah can block Sophia from using her gift. Yes. No, you did not mention that. Yes. Which. That makes. Yeah. Hannah is really interesting. And that cannot happen with the people with. If they truly have a touch of the gift, that cannot happen with it. And they have to do this whole like battle thing to fight it out. And then Hannah has. If she has the actual gift, then she can like block it. Yeah. If that is like marking their differences more and showing that she's like more powerful than them yeah like but when, yeah um, i think the fact that she can kind of just take someone's gift away is really powerful yes because sophia tries to like she throws her hand out like assuming that her powers will work as usual like the fire will come out of her hand but it doesn't it just stops and she's not able to use her powers mm-hmm. what does hannah get that power get what does oh she get the fire oh, power no. that would be a lot more than what she does. Maybe if or, she gets better at using her powers, but I feel like that's a little too scary for Hannah. That would be cool though, like if she can absorb people's powers. Yeah, there are people in like give and take stories away. who do that. Yeah. yeah. Does she give it back? I forget what happens. So she, she's like, oh, I don't want to fight you. She kind of connects to her on accident, and stops her from using the gift, and Sophia's like what did you do yeah get out of my head and she is like i'm sorry i'm trying to leave and then she's spitfire eventually gets it back because she battles out there later but we don't i don't think we get the segment where hannah gets out of sophia's mind so yeah i'm wondering if that's just like a timing thing or if like 
Hannah actually figured out how to give her power back and if she still has if she did retain that power if she still has like a little bit left over and she can just do like fire stuff now no that would be cool. I don't know I feel like that would have come up mm-hmm. it'd be cool though like if I wonder if they'll explore some sort of that in the future yeah that would be cool yeah it, I think it might have just been the mind milk kind of kicked in and she was like whoa this is a lot of power and it accidentally connected to yeah. all these people Oh, there's a line Webby says in Yellow Jacket that's, you can see these things without me. You have a gift. So I think these visions of, like, the future, I think Hannah can still do those herself. Then what's the point of, well, no, Webby. Webby kind of protects her from things like Willabella and, I don't know. And she's, like, filtering some stuff out and trying to sort it out for her. Yeah. Yeah. Webby's just kind of making it all make more sense to Hannah and keeping her safe from things like Willabella and I imagine Wiley would probably be able to track Hannah down and kill her. I guess this is kind of about Hannah's like powers and her mind stuff. At the end of Black Friday, Hannah tells uh, Paul to wear a watch. Oh yeah. Do you think that has any significance? (laughs) Other than just being like a, a funny joke. I think it's Hmm. I don't know. I've never thought of it more than just a callback. Yeah. I mean, not really. Like, time is sort of a big thing in Hatchetfield. I feel like it could come up again. Yeah. So, in The Witch and the Web, when Hannah, when she's in Miss Holloway's Nightmare Time, and it's in the Starlight Theater, the three-girl creature says to Hannah, Come here, my little star. And then, I think that's repeated in Yellow Jacket, isn't it? So in like Yellow... Like, the little star thing. In Yellow Jacket, when Eddie goes to their apartment and answers the door, he, he when he sees Hannah, he says, there's my little star, or maybe, hello, little star, something along those lines. And then in Witch in the Web, it is... I don't think it's the three-girl creature. I think it's when they're going down the aisle, and it's describing the the... Seats fading off into endless rows of seats. There are voices coming from those directions, one of which is Wiggly. But there's a few just random, and one of them is, come here, my little star. Yeah. All right. But reference to Starry Children? Yes or no? I'm not sure. I mean, it. yeah, it's bringing back the star thing, but I'm not sure what the significance would be. Like, Hannah, are you... Do you have something to do with, with with Nibley? Like, I mean, we don't know who said that, but, like, these two different characters have called her this two different times. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, what if the church refers to people with the gift as stars? Oh, like, they're considered precious to them somehow? Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. But Eddie wouldn't know that, unless maybe he's a part of the church and he's fooling us all. I think he could be a part of the church. Charles is probably part of the church. He's got lots of money. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) But yeah, it's interesting that it came up again. I'm definitely keeping my ear out for that line. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely going to come back to us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's do a little on Lex. We kind of went on a very long Hannah tangent there. So, Lex is Hannah's older sister. Do we know how old she is? 
I mean, I think she's probably in her last year of high school. Like, she's well, 17 or 18 or something. What? Ethan's graduated high school at this point. How much older do we think Ethan is than oh, Lex? I And I feel like Lex would graduate as soon as she could. Like, I don't... She dropped out at 16. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot. Yeah. Sophomore year? Mm-hmm. When you're 16. He's probably older than her. Yeah. A year or two? I don't think very much. Or maybe they're the same age. I just, I don't know why I kind of feel like he's older than her. Yeah, I think he is too. How old do you think he is? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I They could be the same age, I guess. I feel like he's still a teenager, like maybe 19 <laughs> or something. Yeah. They're described as kids when they're all leaving the oh, yeah. Rollerama, but I think that's also just kind of because they're young and not very knowledgeable about uh, especially finances yes they get so excited i'm very confused (laughs) how they were able to buy like this really nice apartment and all these like fun games for uh not that much money how much did they get they got a hundred thousand dollars from winning the fight against spitfire and he spent twenty five thousand on pizza ice cream bounce house game waterbed and the house or did and the apartment. Yeah. I feel like the little car. They describe the house as being very nice. Like that could have just been through their like Well, it's an their apartment perspective. Yeah, an apartment, but like that could have just been through their their eyes, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it would have gone for all of that budget. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I don't know. But they they have very um poor handle on finance. Yes. I think, um <laughs> 7000 is going to get them to California and set them up for life. Yeah, I had to think about that. Why California? I think... It's very far away from Hatchetfield. That's part of it. It's just far from Hatchetfield. Lex wants to be an actress, and Ethan just kind of wants to support Lex. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is Lex thinks she can be an actress. But still, you could do, like, New York. That's much closer. Yeah, but... You gotta get as far away from Hatchetfield as you can. Yeah, I guess so. Hannah's finger surgery thing. Yeah, she chops her finger off accidentally. That sound when it happened. It was great. You could just, I don't know. Like, I felt like I was there. All the descriptions and the puppets and stuff, they were just so good this season. I love puppets so much. <laughs> so that's probably the main reason I like Starships. So <laughs> um, but the finger, the surgery, the... MRI scan, ambulance ride, all of that is $24,000. And there's a line later that Lex says, my life savings are gone and I'm now $20,000 in debt, which means her life savings were only $4,000. I know, I wrote that down too. That's so sad. When do you think she started working at Toy Zone? When she was 16. Oh, does it say? Yes. When? She says something, I've been working at Toy Zone since I was 16, what do you think? Oh. Or something like that. Or maybe it was in Black Friday. We know she dropped out of high school and started working at Toy Zone. And we know she dropped out at 16, so. You bring up the MRI made me think, like, would the doctors be able to see all the stuff in her brain? Like, I, all the magical stuff? Either the doctor also has a touch of the gift and is covering herself. <laughs> Or, that wouldn't surprise me, though. Like, it's at your field. Uh, or um, you can't see it on these things. Yeah. Can we talk about Ethan for a second? Absolutely. We find out that he has a mom. We don't know who his mom is, but we find out that he has a mom. When? Um, I don't remember that. When they're in their apartment and he says, 
something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says something like, oh, I'll put this picture of my mom on the wall, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's describing how they'll decorate their bedroom. Yeah. And he says, we'll put my mom there. That's so weird. <laughs> Have your mom on the wall in your bedroom. I don't it's know. Weird. It's not that weird. I don't know. Can you make any guesses as to who his mom would be? We know who his dad is. His dad is Tony, and he uh, runs this car repair shop. Tony's auto body shop, yeah. I think. That might not be it, and Tony's something like that. Yeah, and Tony's friend was Tom. Yes. I do not have any guesses as to who Ethan's mom is. Do you? I think she's dead. That's my guess. Why? Because, I don't know. I just do. That's just where my mind goes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess... Because this picture of his mom is important enough that it's going in the bedroom. Yeah. So he still loves her. And, I mean, maybe she left Tony. But often in stories like this, both the child and whichever parent was left with the child despised the person who ran off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's, she died. Yeah, or, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of any one who would be like that sort of like age range to be his mom could charlotte be his mom <laughs> how old, i don't know how old do you think charlotte is i told you before i'm bad at guessing ages i no. i feel like she's sort of old or like maybe she's in her 40s or something i don't think she's as young as the other characters and guy that's not that old we don't know who yeah. his mom is so something i think it's kind of weird like is that um, Ethan's? He's talking to Lex, and he says something like, "All of her past boyfriends are dead," and I just think that's kind of weird. Like, yeah. why have we have we seen any of those people before? No, I I think it was a joke. I really do. He says, mm. "I don't like anybody better than you. I don't think you like anybody better than me. And if you do, they're dead." And then he laughs. But it's so cryptic. Like, I think I, it's just a joke. Ethan is like. The the purest character, nothing terribly <laughs> wrong has happened to this guy yeah. other than when he got killed. Yeah, he probably wouldn't, like, bring that trauma up back to Lex. I don't... I I think it's just a joke. It still makes me wonder, though. Do you think Ethan went around and killed anyone Lex had no. any feelings for? I don't think that, but I think maybe an accident happened. Oh. <laughs> or maybe, like... A, a real accident happened, or like they got killed somehow, or just died somehow, or something. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. He doesn't say I'll kill them, or he, or that they, they're gone. He, he, I think I really think it's just a joke. Wait, what if they got uh, run over in the car? <laughs> well, then, <laughs> then Jane would be walking around as a person. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Weird. Which, I mean, that's possible, Yeah, I guess. I'd like to know what he meant, though. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was just him being funny. In Black Friday, when Ethan dies, Wiggly kind of comes back as him, but he says... Well, not, like, comes back as him. He not like, co- yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, he, like, takes over his body for a minute just to or, taunt Hannah. Or it's a vision or projection. Yeah. We don't know. But either way, he says... Dying ain't so bad. I'm in the black and white now. It's just like California. It never rains. Yeah, but that means after Ethan got killed, his like soul went to the black and white. Yeah, which is weird to me. Do you think that is 
actually true or do you think that's just wiggly thing yeah i don't know this is the question i am phrasing i'm not sure i think that's just wiggly i don't think that that is what actually happens yeah i think that makes the most that, logical sense that would make sense because uh then we'd see um miss holloway in the black and white miss holloway's kind of got a different thing going on here whatever yeah. her deal was i think it very likely this whole thing with her dying yeah was a part of that and the whole thing with the black blades like you don't need a special weapon with a fancy name if you can die normally yeah i don't i don't think so i think that's just wiggly like prompting hannah to kill people (laughs) i guess is that what i don't know if that's what he's doing there what's he doing then he's he says you need to give that doll to a woman in a black cape she's real nice i swear on my own grave (laughs) um so he wants he wants her to give Linda the doll, but Hannah's not gonna listen to that. She's crying on the floor. Yeah, like really, you failed. Just mm-hmm. stop making her sad. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. He's not trying to get Hannah to kill people. I mean, I guess a side effect of her giving Linda the doll would be the death of multiple people. But do you think he can only po- like? I guess his possession. Do you think he can only possess Ethan, like, while he was still alive, or do you think he had to be, like, actually dead at that so, point? So, Becky checked his pulse, and he was dead. Oh, yeah. So, either Wiggly has done something and is, has reanimated Ethan's body with his own spirit, soul transference. And he's um, talking to her, like, through the black and white, yeah. He's doing a vision thing, like Otho does, and Willabella. Where it's not actually happening, it's just in Hannah's head. Mm. Or maybe it's a vision from Webby, it's like, this is a potential possible outcome, future. It could be a vision from Webby, but it got, like, twisted and distorted on the way through. Something, yeah. Anything else on Ethan? This isn't super important, but, I mean, Ethan deserves a little bit of talking. Um, It's great, it's so nice. I know. When Hannah first gets back from the hospital, he tells her this story about his finger. Mm. Is this real or fake? It's fake. I, I agree. Yeah. But um, I think Vinny is a real person. Oh, yeah. Which... Vinny was uh, the guy who worked at the auto place. Oh, right? I thought that was his dad. Wait, who's Vinny? I don't know. That's the the question here. What's the line? What's the thing? I, didn't, I don't you remember the whole line. But when he's telling Hannah this tale that his finger, a piece of his finger came off. Vinny is the one who slammed the hood on him. And he says, Hannah, you know Vinny. He'd do this, or something like that. Oh. So Vinny is a real person, at the very least. Oh, I don't think it was, like, malicious in any way. I think it was, like, Vinny is a guy who works at uh, the auto place. Yeah, yeah, It was was a fake story. It was a joke that Vinny would do this to someone. Yeah, no, I don't think he got his finger chopped off. But the thing is, Vinny... Is probably a real person who yeah. lives in Hatchfield, and we haven't met them yet, but just thought I'd bring them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to like get to know some of um, the nameless characters, like actual names, and some of the characters' names who we know of, like put the faces to the names and stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like as we get more stories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to Hannah, I don't know if this is like <laughs> this. I don't really know what to make of this or if it's really anything, 
But there's the banana stuff, and that comes up a lot, like, whenever she's around. Yeah. And that is, like, a fruit, food, Wilbur, apple connection. Oh. <laughs> like. Yeah. And that connects them more to maybe him being her daddy. Sure. I mean, you could turn it into other things, like. I don't know if they have some some of the same powers or not. They both do mind control. Oh, yeah, they both do mind control. And Wiggly especially. Wiggly's the one who we've seen interact with Hannah multiple times. Mm-hmm. Which, Wiley has ties to him as well. Yeah. But I'm just, I feel like there's there could be more <laughs> beyond that. Yeah. Um, Maybe, potentially. They call her Hannah Banana. It's kind of just a nickname. Yeah. But a lot of several people who are named Hannah probably have that same nickname. Yeah. Oh, and the uh, the Yellow Jacket song. I think the fi- going fifteen rounds this time line quote thing. I think I think that refers to uh, her being fifteen, but I'm not Lex? sure. No, referring to Hannah being fifteen. Oh. But I'm not sure what it means. Yeah. Like if. 15 rounds of what? Like, fighting? Uh, I don't know. 15 rounds of, like, years, ages. I don't know. Birthdays. Yeah, I don't have that song memorized as well as the other songs from Nightmare Time Yeah. So, I don't feel like I can properly do that discussion right now. We also know that Hannah can see every timeline and every possibility and every, every future and stuff. Which is, like, what she's talking about in... What if tomorrow comes? We already talked about this, sort of, kind of. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Wiley shows up, and he says, I think exactly, it's, she sees it all, every possibility, which, clairvoyance. When um, does he say that? At one point in his thing about Hannah being a nuclear power plant. In which in the web? Yes. Yeah. And then also, Hannah says something about being able to see all these things, these, terrible things, yeah, world's, world's ending, ending, people dying, and that she can't keep it all straight. Which, what if tomorrow comes? Yeah, so Hannah kind of gets these glimpses of the futures that are possible, or perhaps past events, like, at the point we see her in Yellow Jacket, she's probably had a vision of what happened when Meteor hit, world ended there. Just because she says she's seen worlds ending, that's a world we've seen end. Yeah. She's probably seen that before with Black Friday. She's probably gotten visions of that going different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, like, why she has Webby to, like, help sort of sort it out for her and keep things straight for her and, like, uh, kind of make it all make sense a little bit more. Sort it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Sort it all out. Hannah sees into these different timelines, different worlds. She thinks, yeah, like she sees things going different ways, yeah. Yes. Like she sees different possibilities. I think she's, maybe this is part of Webby, because she says, um, in shot class she's making this carving thing, and she tells Tom, Tom. Mr. Houston, that it's the world, and he says it looks like a web, and she's like... Duh. Yep. <laughs> um, I think that's is part of kind of that's how she views the world. Like it's a web. I kind of like to think of each strand being a different timeline, and then the little things connecting them 
different branches, different ways things could go. Yeah. And so she's stuck seeing all of these things all the time, and this which is, is kind of why she's so confused. Yes, which all is the time. why Webby is a spider, since like the spider in the web. Yeah. Yes. Well, because Webby is like she's sorting out the timeline. She's like weaving this web. She's um, mm-hmm. like making the silk. Is it silk? Oh, it's it is spider silk. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, but yeah, she's like trying to sort it all out and make it all make sense for um for Hannah. She's untangling the possibilities. Yes. And then I also have a thing that everything's shattered when she came, quote. Yes. Do you have any more on that? Just that I think that is the point in time that this timeline split. Originally, Hedgefield was a world that was its own thing. Like, yes. one line. Uh, one timeline, and then when, like... Hannah, Hannah was, came, yeah. whatever, if that means. Like, if she was born, then it suddenly got split into, like, five or ten different possible split. timelines. And that is why Ted, going back to 2004, before Hannah existed, um, yeah. he couldn't get back to his own timeline. And why he is the, hom- the homeless man in every single timeline, yeah. Yes. But yeah, so that is our shatter point. Mm-hmm. Uh, her birthday. October her birth- 5th. Yeah, October 5th, 2005. Though... When Hannah came, it might mean her being born. It might mean something yeah, else. Yeah, we're assuming that's her birthday. What else could it mean, though? I don't know. Maybe um, maybe the gift kind of appears at a certain point in your life. It's not with you when you're born. Kind of. Yeah. Just. Do you think that Webby was there from birth? No. When do you think she came? I do not. She definitely wasn't because she was with Lex. Oh, yeah. And then when did they, like, switch off? Like, when did they trade? Yeah, so Lex used to have Webby, and she remembers having Webby as an imaginary friend. But she doesn't... She thinks it was just pretend because she was lonely. And she says that she grew out of Webby, and in doing so, she grew out of the gift. And so Webby was with Lex for a while, and then I guess maybe... Did do you think Lex pushed her out like Hannah did, or do you think Hannah Webby could see that Hannah needed her more than Lex needed her? Yeah, because I don't know why Lex would push her out. Yeah, I don't know. It's just why did she leave Lex? Yeah, and like the going back to um the shattering thing, that could mean um like when you break a spider web, it like goes off into like little strands. That's like the Timelines. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, that's like the, um, the timelines, like all the the different little strands, the different uh, possibilities, timelines. Hannah doesn't really know what Webby is a whole lot. What do you mean? She says, "When I was younger, I thought you were an angel," and I don't think she knows about I all have of this stuff. They both do, because Lex says, um, in the Black Friday song, she says, "I thought that angels did exist." And I'm Oh yeah, I'm, that's a good I'm thing. I'm sure she's talking about Webby. Yeah. Okay. So Webby doesn't really tell Lex or Hannah what she is or kind <laughs> she's of She's just like there. She's like, I'm gonna be your friend now. Yeah. Yeah. And so is Webby just kind of protecting them from the lords and I guess other so. things? And then that's that's the thing, like why only them are well, no, I was going to say, are they the only people in Hatchetfield with 
the gift, but then no, there's no. She, there's Sheila with the gift. Probably other people yes, in the church as and well. Probably other people, yeah. But well, Sherman has it now. Oh yeah, Sherman's got it now. But like, yeah, why them? Why not anyone else? I think part of it is the relation to Willabella, mm. which Pamela also has this relation because it's down daughter's daughter daughter. Oh yeah, thing, right. Which Pamela doesn't really seem to have any sort of anything, but I think that's part of why those two in particular. And it's frequently said that they both have the gift. McNamara says it. Tom says, you foster girls got a gift. Yeah. Um, and do you think Tom knows? Cause I he, don't know. I feel like he'd be very clueless of the whole thing. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't think he knows a whole lot about it. But maybe he has, because it's been a couple years since we've seen these characters. Yeah. Anything could have happened in that time. But yeah, so they are different from other people. And the only difference we know for certain is that they are blood descendants of Willabella Muckwab. Mm-hmm. Muckwab. It's Muckwab. Yes. Um, I try to say it right. I say it right to myself, and then when I say it out loud, I fail. Um. <laughs> Can we talk about the... The line at the end of Yellow Jacket, it's kind of webby, but also not, let's, I really want to talk about what she meant, I'm going to say it, when she says that Webby told her that all the pieces are connected, and how some things echo, and then she says, um, I think something like this is happening everywhere. What do you think she means? It seems like she means, like, all the timelines are happening at the same time, like, all the people are caught up to the same moment. And, like, at the same time, and that, like, just different, like, just small, like, or not so small, but, like, just different changes. But, like, it's the same day, same... Yeah, that's that's how timelines work. That, yeah, I guess that works. Wait, yeah, what were you thinking before? I was just thinking about, um, in Time Bastard, because Ted, he, I was, I was forgetting, um, when he caught up back to present day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like... <laughs> That makes it seem like all the lords are happening in all the timelines at the same time, too. Like, the black and white is, um, apart from, like, things. What do you think it means? I think it means that this, at the very least, Lex and Hannah leaving Hatchetfield is a fixed point. That this happens on all the timelines. Mm, I but like that. But the events that lead up to that can be different. Assuming the world doesn't end. Yeah, I really like that. Because, yes, like you said, all the timelines are happening at once. That's how timelines work. And so all these things are happening at the same time. They're just, some are happening a little differently because of the events that happened there. And I think her saying something like this is happening everywhere is just that them leaving Hatchetfield at some point is inevitable. Oh, like in five or so other timelines they're all leaving Hatchetfield at that exact same moment just for different reasons yeah I like that a lot yeah or it could be saying when she says things like this or something I don't remember exactly she might have said something like this but it might have been talking about the thing with Otho previously and so then if that but I don't feel like that's a fixed point because people hitting landing on that meteor are pretty uh, low odds. Yeah, I agree. 
but yeah, that's what I think she means. And you brought up the thing with the black and white. I do still think it's outside because it is outside of the timelines. I think this very strongly. So I feel like there's only one of each lord. There's only one of each queen. Yeah. Can we call them queens? Like, is that canon? It says she is a queen in white, which implies that there are several. Yeah. Right? I guess because Wiggly is the lord in black, so. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. That would make sense, though, too. Hannah's able to talk to the tree people in Nightmare Time as well as out. Yeah, I like that. And, I mean, Nightmare Time is, uh, like, the same thing as black and white, right? Kind of. It's really blurry, this thing here. I... Because it kind of goes back and forth. I feel like Drowsy Town and black and white are the same thing. And then Nightmare Time is, like, slightly separate. Nightmare Time is closer to the real world than it is to Mm. black and white. But it's, like, the in-between of the black and white and like the gray part of it yeah but then willabella says to hannah near the end when before webby destroys her you just need to stay here deep down in drowsy town yeah but they are in nightmare time at that point so is drowsy town they're just, all the same thing are they all the same thing or is drowsy town a name for kind of all the places where the lords have any sort of influence or something like that yeah i don't think they're all the same thing since we know that uh if you go into your helmet you're gonna die you're gonna like your spirit will be absorbed into the black and white if you go into the black and white with your out your helmet but hannah and miss holloway go into uh nightmare time perfectly fine that's a good point yes i agree point to bring up though we don't know where McNamara is from, we don't really... I kind of feel like he's not from Hatchetfield. Or if he was, he didn't grow up there because... Why does that matter, though? Because Howard Goodman, the president, during Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, he's the one who needs the suit. And we know he's probably not from Hatchetfield because otherwise I feel like he'd have been just, like, the mayor of Hatchetfield and you could you could have gotten the same effect with the story plot. Oh, yeah. Um... But, so, he doesn't really know anything about Hatchetfield. Yes, he needs it all explained to him, yeah. Um, and so, he probably does not have a touch of the gift, or the gift, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe, if you go, if you're someone who has a gift, or a touch of it, you will be okay, and, I don't know. It's not. Yeah, then Miss Holloway. It's Hall- just a thought. I mean, yeah, then Miss Holloway would have to have it, or a touch of it, but, yeah. I like that. Does that hold up? The only people we see go into the black and white. Wiley, who we don't... All we know of his backstory is he was a colonel once, and he was McNamara's mentor. And he has this thing with Holloway, frequently. If she has the gift, I feel like he would have tried to steal it from her, since we know that the gift can be... um, Taken? Yes, can be taken. Yeah, that's a good idea. He calls it a grudge match. When? In the episode, I just mm. I just rewatched Witch in the Web. He calls the thing with them, him versus Holloway, is a grudge match. Something happened in the past that angered them. Yeah, we see him go in. McNamara, uh, Howard Goodman, Sniggles, and I think that's it. That's it for Black and White. Yeah. 
And Nakamura, we don't know if he has the touch of the gift or anything. I feel like he does. You feel like he does. Does That means he has to be from Hatchetfield. Which is possible. Yeah. He's. Why do you think he's not from Hatchetfield? With what his job is, if he was from Hatchetfield, he might just stay there. He wouldn't bother with going to the Oval Office and stuff. Like, where is oh. Peep? I mean, I want to say it's in Hatchetfield, because, like, everything's in Hatchetfield, but... Hatchetfield's running out of room real quick. There's, a, there's so many things. <laughs> it could be in the Witchwood. <laughs> Just a little house in there. I don't know, though. But, yeah, I don't really... I just kind of... My brain says he's not. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason for it. I want him to be magical. I feel like he ha- he should be. He... Like, he's got kind of all the signs, too. And he lasts, like, a long time in the black and white without his suit. Like we don't have anyone to compare it to. Yeah, but still, it I feel like he's he's still able to, able to talk and um he doesn't lose his mind and be like taken over yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's a and, good point. Yeah, I'm not sure. He could have a touch of the gift or something like that. Yeah. What about Drowsy Town? What about it? What do we do we know anything about it? We have Drowsy Town station in Watcher World. And Watcher World is also where the Snoozle train is, I think. Yeah, it is. Wiggly is sleeping, the dreamless sleep of the dead in Drowsy Town. But that seems like black and white. Yeah, I know. This is why before, a few minutes ago, I thought Drowsy Town and black and white are the same thing. Mm Nightmare Time is separate. I do think Nightmare Time is separate from black and white, but I think Drowsy Town might apply to both. Can we get back on your original thing of why she's able to talk to the tree person? Yes. <laughs> well, like, we see her in Black Friday. She sort of is able to be, like, kind of present in, like, the real world and also, like, be, like, thinking to Webby. So maybe it's kind of like that. Like, she's partially in Nightmare Time if Nightmare Time is the black and white or Drowsy Town or something like that. And let's treat just for us for purposes. Nightmare okay. Time, black, fr- black and White are different. Okay. It is interesting, though, that she's able to do that. It's kind of just going back to telepath. But yeah. Yeah. The fact that the tree people are both in Nightmare Time and out as well. But and they like don't look like world. people when they look like normal they're trees in the witch when they're... they look like normal trees. Yeah. Maybe it's just illusion over them. Or something. Do we have anything on Pamela? Yeah, let's talk about Pamela a minute. Okay. Okay. What do we know on Pamela? Um, she's not a very nice person. Yep. <laughs> she's a bad mom. Yep. She sends Hannah out with, um, a beer. Yep. And, uh, she smokes around her inside. And she is... What else does she do? She, she's she just, loves Dan Reynolds. Yeah. She, she take... has a broken foot, right? Yes, she has a broken foot. How did she get her broken foot? What'd she do? I don't know. She took Hannah's ukulele. Maybe maybe if Pamela does have a touch of the gift, maybe it's like a love charm thing. Like a love power. And since she's like a really bad person. Well, like... she would probably make her kids love her then, right? Maybe. 
I mean, maybe she can only do, like, romantic love, but, yeah, I'm not sure. And that's all we have on Pamela. <laughs> Nothing else to add. Um, oh, I mean, we kind of know her type. Her type is Dan. <laughs> is there anyone else like Dan? I mean, maybe Dan's... No, Dan wouldn't be their dad. She calls him her future husband or something, yeah. right? And so, um, maybe they've met before, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're probably not actually engaged. <laughs> That'd be funny, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, in Witch in the Web, Hannah's living with Pamela, and Lex and Ethan are in jail. They're in jail because they were selling Pamela's painkillers, mm-hmm. which was Pamela's idea to begin with, Yes, she says. <laughs> Another example of what a terrible parent she is. Mm-hmm. Lex is in there for five years, Ethan for two. But Miss Holloway says she can get them out. And if that and same season two yeah. are in the same timeline. She got them out, yeah. She got them out and Lex, Ethan, and Hannah live in their own apartment. They did not live in the trailer anymore. Yes. And Pamela's probably in jail and that's probably why we don't hear from her. Yeah. We've talked about this a little bit before, but it's worth bringing up again. Ethan has the hat in Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Which sort of means maybe that he's worked with Miss Holloway before, which maybe implies that he has, like, power or, like, a touch the gift. But um, then he wouldn't be as surprised when he's at the Rollerama. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or yeah. maybe he forgot it like Lex did. Yeah. He grew out of it and mm-hmm. forgot it completely. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe it's not that at all. Maybe it got, like, stolen and given to him like the book did. Since Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the hat is, like, I think it is literally, like, magical. Like, it will literally keep you safe. And Yeah, I, I think that's it's, possible. Yeah, it's probably actually um, imbued with the power of Grayskull. <laughs> or, like, at least has some sort of magical thing going on for it. Yeah. When Miss Holloway gives it to Hannah in Witch in the Web, she says she likes <clears throat> to give people she's helped a token or something to remind them of the warriors they've become. Yeah. Which, are there multiple hats? Oh. I mean, you wouldn't think so. It doesn't make sense for there to be, but I guess there could be. It does be. solve the problem of both Miss Holloway yeah. and Hannah having <laughs> it in season two. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there were multiple hats. Where is Miss Holloway getting the Hatchetfield Nighthawks baseball cap? I mean, clearly she gets it from the high school somewhere, but she yeah, doesn't work there until she's Miss Holliday. Work where? At Hatchfield High. She becomes Why does she the work? guidance counselor. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. I w- do you think Hannah remembered? Like, remembered having what? Having uh, met Miss Holloway previously? Having, like, worked with her, I guess? Yeah, I think she remembers. Do you think she remembers uh, what Miss Holloway said about, like, I know she was very vague, and but she said something about, um, like, her being a musician, something like that, when they were in the theater and stuff? I like, think probably, because Rose, she says it to Rose as well, and Rose remembers later mm-hmm. when we see her, and I feel like the, the whole memory being plucked would be described again. Their trailer borders the Witchwood. Yeah. I mean, Which, every, everything's in the Witchwood. It does not surprise kinda. me. Do we think it's closer to town or on the 
like far away I from town. I think it is far away from town. I think it's like very far away from town, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you think it's just them or do you think it's like a little community of trailers? I think it's just them. I think it is too. So in season two, different actor plays Ethan. Yeah. Do we think that is important? Like, <laughs> w- would that affect, like, some of the timelines Ethan looks oh. a different way? Or is this just when Ethan is two years older, he completely changes his face? Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's funnier the, the second way. Like, he grows his hair long, he gets um, a long dangly cross earring. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, it's... Same thing to Higgins, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's funnier just when he gets older, he just changes up his look a little bit. I mean, it's not too drastic. Like, he still has the jacket and stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I just thought that it's funny to bring up. Yeah, it probably doesn't really matter, but... No. Yeah, it is funny. Thank you so much for joining the Apotheosis today. Our doors are open, so don't be scared to contact us at The Apotheosis Podcast on Instagram or YouTube, or email us at theapotheosispodcast at gmail.com. Next time on The Apotheosis. Do you think that Webby is just for the good side, or do you think she has ulterior motives? Alright, hear me out. What if, so when Lex had Webby... Lex fought at the Rollerama as Yellow Jacket, but then she forgot. But they kept the costume, <laughs> and that's why Hannah did not get to pick her costume because they had Lex's old costume <laughs> just lying around. On this song, it does the Lord's Order again. It, oh, does, it does it. It does. It does. Uh, Pokey, Blinky, Tinky, Nibbly, and, and Wiggly again. I noticed in that order. Yes. Webby kind of knows Pokey's plan. And his oh, yeah. limits and his capabilities. I feel like she does for all of them. And I'm not sure, like, how or why she knows this. Wait, how does Pete get home from abstinence camp? We, we hope, hope you have, have a la-di-da-da day. day.